Hey, friends, welcome back to the Called to Lead podcast. So I am excited to take a little bit of a deviation from the current topic, which the last few weeks and the upcoming weeks to follow have all been about the four social media strategies that I have implemented in my business over the last six years. So the ignore method of not using social, the integrate method of integrating your life and business together, the investment strategy in terms of focusing on your product, and the influencer strategy, which is what, again, everybody feels like they have to do is to grow a following in order to grow their business. But today, I wanted to kind of interject my thoughts on what is known as the one and only shortcut in this business, if there was to be a shortcut, and that is getting yourself and as many of of your teamies or as many other teamies, they don't even have to be on your team, to your company's annual conference. So we just had ours. I am with St. Beauty, and ours is actually called Reunion. And ours actually only takes place in person every 18 months with a virtual conference in between that allows us to get together. But I am absolutely blown away. This is my, I think, six. I've been to all of them, including our very first launch back in 2017. But this one was by far my favorite for so many reasons. And so today, I'm going to be sharing some of my six top take-homes from our conference. So whether you're in Saint or not, I really believe that what I learned here and that I'm going to share with you today can impact where you are in your business. So if you're not a Saint artist, still keep listening. I promise it'll be worthwhile. And if you are and you missed it, you've got to be there next year in Atlanta, 2024. I just about died. Um, Or if you were there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. So let's dive into today's episode. Are you dreaming of making a long-term income and impact beyond your own efforts, but feel like you're struggling to replicate your results? I'm Heather, a former burned out boutique owner turned top network marketing leader, and I've learned the hard way that you don't have to do all the things all on your own. Now, my passion is helping social sellers scale their business by choosing faith over fear and using simple duplicatable systems without having to sell your soul to social media. I'm so excited to share with you simple tips, tricks, and tools to help you take your business to the next level. In each episode, I'll share faith-focused wisdom, proven systems that your team can duplicate, and inspiring stories from other leaders who have been right where you are today. Are you ready to grow your team, find joy and fulfillment, and feel free? Break out your favorite pen and notebook, and let's dive in. Okay, so... I am super curious and would love to know in the Call to Lead community chat over on Telegram if you have ever been to your company's conference or if you are saying artist, a reunion, and what your experience has been. Because I have to say, truly, when it's Eric Worry, actually, Worry, he is one of the top network marketing coaches, and he says that there's no shortcuts in this business of network marketing, but if there were... It would be getting yourself and as many of your teammates to come to your company's big events. And I can definitely attest that that's one of the reasons why my business has grown to where it is today. And I'm thankful that my mentor, Sarah Davies, learned that early on and instilled it in me and has convinced me to go to that very, very first first conference, actually, back in 2017. Because full disclosure, I actually didn't intend to go to that one. I it was my husband's birthday. It was his 40th birthday. And my daughter was starting kindergarten that next day. And I was like, you know what? This just isn't possible for me. As much as I'd love to go, I'm just not able to make it a priority. And you guys, I have to tell you, I feel pretty confident that had I not been able to go to that conference, 
that year, there's absolutely no way my business would be where it is. And now having experienced the shot of energy that comes and the fuel to not only my business, but watching that fuel for my teamies that were in attendance and the energy and the momentum and the motivation that comes from the wisdom and the knowledge that shared. I mean, there's honestly nothing like it out there. So whenever you're listening to this, just know if you have an opportunity to go to your company's conference, you've got to take it. It is going to be the biggest investment in your business that you could offer. And yes, it's a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice for all of us, but especially those as busy mamas, especially if you have to fly across the country or invest money that you're maybe not making yet in your business. But I'm here to tell you, if you want, kind of like going to the gas tank, right? You've got to gas up and fuel that fire if you want to do this thing and there's nothing better. So our company conference, like I said, is called Reunion. And every year our events team does an amazing job. But I have to say my number one takeaway as we dive into my top six take-homes from this year's Reunion with Saint, my number one is they absolutely nailed it with the theme. So this year's theme was wildflower. And ours usually just have one word. There's been dream, rain. Uh, oh, it was endless summer. That one's not um, that one is not, that's two words. Um, but let's see, Blanc was a virtual one. Shine was the very first launch party. But this one was Wildflower. And of course, I just thought, oh, that's very pretty. That's very chic, very on trend, right? Like a field of flowers. It's so beautiful. It was in San Antonio, Texas. So it kind of had that like, you know, that really Americana feel, if you will, which I, I loved. But when I actually got there and I saw how they gracefully put it together and I saw to be honest, I think the Lord worked the beautiful messaging of every single breakout session of the heart of our men mentor and CEO, Kara. When I saw it all come together, I was like, wow, this could not be a better theme for bringing us together. And so our, our CEO, Kara, touched on this. We also had a fantastic spe speaker, um, Chelsea, who is with the Dancing with Growth podcast, and I'm excited to be able to interview her here coming up on a future episode. But they both touch on something similar, which is the analogy of a wildflower and how we essentially as the network marketers, a part of whatever company you're in, are the wildflowers. And so the different beautiful aspects of it. But three that really stood together, stood out for me within that kind of analogy of us being a wildflower is being able to see like the beautiful ways that this business is done and the beautiful ways that it was exemplified in the speakers and even in my own personal business, we're all unique and different. Just like usually when you see a field of wildflowers, you're not seeing it as like usually the same exact type of flower. It's a variety of colors, of sizes, of shapes, and they're all kind of wild, right? Like they're all kind of free flowing and they're, they're just special in their unique ways. And I would say our businesses are the same way and that there are many different ways to do this. And we as network marketers have the freedom to do so. I recently did an episode talking about the different freedoms that we have in the business model, and I can link that in the show notes. But specifically, when it comes to how we work our business, we had someone, Joellen, my friend, share on how to use Pinterest. We had some that have such a focus on being an expert with the makeup or with our skincare. So it might be the same with you and your product. You might be a product expert. Whereas there were some people who were like, I don't know anything about makeup, but if I can do this, you can do this too. And that's kind of become their messaging. Then we had some that have grown and bloomed an amazing presence on social media. But then there were many, many others that I talked to that 
that had done it without much of a presence on there. They're still using the platform here and there, but they're doing in-person classes or events, education, or just old-fashioned networking in order to build their business. And the coolest part about that is, again, just like each flower is unique and different, the seeing all the different businesses come together and people to be able to be recognized and a platform to share was really seriously beautiful. Another thing I loved about the theme is the fact that we're all better together. So Chelsea talked about the roots growing deep and wide, so deep into the ground and then wide and even like linking together with the other roots of the wildflower. That is what helps to withstand the rain and the hard things that come in the environment, right? In the environment of network marketing, it can be a little difficult. There was kind of a theme of the post-COVID boom that we all had and what that looks like now. And I think that being able to link together and abundantly share what's working for all of us and stand firm together and linking those roots, whether again, it's your team or someone else's team or even just the company in general, it was seriously so beautiful. And then finally, the other part of the theme that I loved was the fact that we're all so beautiful exactly as we are. One of the things that hit me right before I was going to go on stage doing my presentation, I literally said a little prayer. There was a a slide that I had right at the beginning that said, Houston, we have a problem. And I, there's a lot of problems, I think, with the growth of social media, but I, I narrowed it down to three. And one of them kind of touches on this fact that social media, I think, has has created some damage in the fact that, number one, people think they have to put themselves out there as this perfectly curated carbon copy of whoever's being successful. When in reality, like when real life shows up, no matter what size you are, no matter your face shape, no matter your age, we're all beautiful. Just like the wildflowers aren't comparing themselves and hopefully not thinking like, wow, I really wish I looked like a rose or like a perfect prim, (laughs) you know, pink rose, right? Like if they're wild and yellow or like this beautiful, bright purple, they're that way because they're meant to add that beautiful dynamic into the field, right? And so we're we're all beautiful. And it was really cool to see that represented in a big way at our conference. I have seen so much diversity in, in, in the growth of that and that we had some teenagers or the Gen Z gals that were there to all the way, there were many, many women in their 50s, 60s, and even 70s being recognized on stage. And then, of course, we had all sizes, all colors. I loved to see more women of color embracing this and and really just kind of growing together. The diversity was really, really amazing. And everyone was beautiful. Everywhere you looked, whether they felt it or not, or whether they looked the way that they do in their social media filter, they, they just... They radiated beauty, each and every one of them. And so, again, going back to the problem, I feel like that is one of the things with social media, the growth of social media, is that when we don't feel like we show up in the way that we are in this little box, so maybe it's like, you know, you can't really see that you you put on some post-baby weight from like from your neck down and you're used to being on reels where your face is all tight in. You might feel a little bit kind of insecure and in showing up in that. Until you get in the environment and realize, like, we all are like that. Most of us have baby fluff unless, unless like, we spend hours in the gym. And even that, then it's so cool to see that. And I actually had the opportunity to work out while I was there and, and see some of those, those gals that, like, take great care of their body. And it's inspiring, too. So just like the wildflowers in a field, we are all beautiful. So my first number one takeaway is the fact that the theme, they could not have nailed it 
it was an honor to be able to share my message of alternatives to social media as a part of that. And it was it was just really, really special. So that's number one. Okay. Number two is I am definitely, and I guess that's why I'm doing the podcast, seeing a shift in the industry on just social media. Um, and so when I like was chatting with some people after my class, which is like the anti-social media class, right? That's what I was booked as is like, you don't have to have an online presence to grow your business. Just bloom is what my my class was called. And I was shocked at how many of the online influencers, the ones that had built massive followings on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram, they were the ones that were in my class, not so much in that they were trying to stop using that platform for their own business, but more importantly, to try to learn to how to show up and train and teach the gals on their team that might not be showing up because they don't want to do that. They don't want to grow a following. They don't have the the energy or the desire to grow their business in that way. And so, you know, I think that there's like, my hope is that there is a little bit more of a subtle shift. I will say there were probably like three or four times as many people in the social media class that my awesome friend Jackie Richards hosted then came to my class. But the fact that people were there, they were pumped, they were excited to have kind of an alternative to that. And the fact that our company supported that was really huge for me. So I left with a really strong passion and purpose to really create a bigger conversation in the industry around kind of some of those problems. So I talked about, number one, I think the the anxiety that women feel is often because they don't match what they're putting out there on social media. And it's creating this kind of self-doubt and insecurity in the fact that they are presenting themselves in this like certain way. Like maybe you or someone you know is with a health and wellness company and they tout the fact that they've lost all this weight, but you know they also got a tummy tuck or that they're taking the weight loss shot, shot thing, Ozempic or whatever it is, and it's not their product that's doing it. And so I think that a lot of times when I see women that have that, that anxiety, it's because they feel like they have to put themselves out there in a way on social media. And then when real life shows up, it's just not that way. And then the second problem that I talked about was the fact that a lot of the ways that we built our business in the beginning isn't what people are trying to emulate now. Instead of just using the existing network that we had with our social media platforms or our friends and family, people are trying to start a new account and go try to build a following from scratch, which is freaking hard, you guys, I'm telling you. So join that conversation um, more um, on the podcast because we're going to be talking a little bit about that. And then again, the bigger problem that I see, so this was the third problem that I talked about in my breakout, is the fact that with the shift in focus on social media being as strong as it is in the industry, those influencers are lacking the fulfillment because their teams aren't duplicating what they're doing. So I see them, these are the ones who might be selling 10, 20, 50, 100, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of product, but their teams aren't doing that. And so they're coming to my girls who have teams of hundreds, if not thousands, who actually are doing a lot with their business and seeing girls rank and grow. And they're like, help me, help me figure out how to do this. And it all involves around simplifying the processes, streamlining your systems in a way that things can share and abundantly sharing those resources with your teams and with others. And so I'm definitely seeing um, that there is a shift in that industry-wide and I'm excited to be a part of the bigger conversation at and going back to basics of like, there's a million ways to do this. So let's all work together, whether you are an influencer or want to be an influencer to showcase the different ways and dynamics to do this. Okay, so my third take home, and this was actually kind of shocking to me. 
So I've been an artist with our company for six years. I have never been, well, I guess at the very beginning when there were only a few hundred of us, I would have been considered a top seller selling like four to $6,000 worth of makeup. And my average, I track these stats, I average, I think it's 3360 or something like that. It's my average month. Um, and that's literally like what I'm on track to, to do this month. And so, you know, I'm not a top seller, but that would put me in about the top two or 3% on my team in terms of sales. So again, it depends on your perspective. I'm not one that was honored with any any sales awards, not even close, to be honest, at our reunion, which I was totally fine with. But I was shocked, you guys, at how many women are selling big, big, I mean, real big. We had something called the Top Sales Club that was honored to for anyone who had sold over $250,000 up to over a million dollars. And I swear there were, I mean, they just kept on coming. Again, women of all shapes, all sizes, like all ages. Uh, you know, there's this beautiful like 60-something-year-old woman who just, she looked like my mom up there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what did it, what are you doing that is making this, this work for you? And I talked to many people, and actually a lot of them I'm excited to bring an interview here on the podcast, who didn't do it on social media. They did it by classes or by building, you know, a network. Um, maybe in a private Facebook group and, and things like that. So they weren't necessarily building this huge following on a big public platform or they weren't building a brand, if you will, but they were still serving a lot of people and they were selling a lot of profit. So to me, that was really encouraging that all of us can do that. If I'm seeing these women do it and they it can be done, then anyone can do it. So sometimes I feel like, you know, we could be holding ourselves back from what's possible. I've used this example on the podcast before. But it's kind of like that, you know, I think it was a six minute mile. There was a guy, I think his name's Roger Bannister, that was the first one to ever do it. And before he could, before he did it, they said it could not be done. They were like, it's not possible. It's not humanly possible. But the minute that he did it, next thing you know, like six or 10 more people did it in the next like six months to a year that followed. And so I think I'm seeing that take place right now as people are selling these insane amounts of product. And a lot of them are using social media to do it. And then everyday women who latch onto that as an inspiration and they find a way to do it. And sometimes, again, that is going to be on social media. There are more and more people that are selling big and it absolutely can be possible for you. But also know there's a lot of ways to do it. So there was actually a gal um, that I ran into that was on my top. I think she was maybe in the top 15 of my team of about 4,500 last month, but I'd never met her face to face or I didn't know how she was doing it. And she told me, she said, Heather, I loved your talk on Party in a Box and the classes that you talked on in your reunion speech. And she's like, I've been implementing something very similar. And last month I sold over $10,000 worth of product. And when I say she was just like your normal everyday woman who, I'm not sure how much she uses social media, but she flat out told me that it was the results came from doing those classes. It was really inspiring. And it made me think like, what are these, you know, other, you know, what, what are we doing that we could be doing more of? that would lead to some of these big results. And the fact that there are multiple ways to earn money in this business model is really, really beautiful. So that's my number three take home is that girls are selling big, but there's still a lot of ways to do it. Okay, so my number four take home is the fact that the fulfillment, and I, I knew this, you guys, but I experienced it like in such a touching and inspiring way at reunion at one specific moment the fulfillment in this business is not going to come from your rank. It's not going to come from your paycheck. It's not going to come from you walking across the stage and getting an award or getting recognized, although it is a pretty special moment. I will say that 
the fulfillment is coming from helping other people win. So I had this one defining moment of the entire reunion. And honestly, I have to say it was probably even more special than me being able to walk the stage and and um, be recognized for the rank of Artist 9, which there's been about, um, let's see, six of us, I think, that have done it before, including myself, so five others. Um, but my favorite part, no doubt, was standing in front of the stage where our CEO was up there and they would call out name after name. And watching the gals go up there and receive their recognition and realizing, wow, these women are on my team. This is something that whether I know them or not, or even better, this is maybe someone that a leader that's direct to me has helped or a leader that's direct to her has helped reach and achieve this goal. And seeing, like for us, it was the artist four rank or even the artist three is kind of when it first started for us. And these are kind of the foundational leadership level ranks that might not have as much of a shiny feel as like the tippy top recognition, right? But watching them achieve those milestones was the most emotional thing I think I've ever experienced. I was crying like a baby. So um, in fact, one of the corporate ladies turned around and looked at me. She's like, are you okay? And I was like, great, this is amazing. It was just so, 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 so special. And that was just such a pivotal reminder and an emotional kind of way to remember the reason that I do everything that I do is to be able to help other people win. And so to be able to visualize that in that way, it just reinforced my mission to help you realize, and again, the bigger picture of this isn't just about what you growing your business could do for you. It's about the impact that it could make on other people. So focus on where the fulfillment's coming from. And if you're lacking fulfillment, that could be the reason is because you're too focused on your own personal results. And I, w- I invite you to shift that into helping other people win and letting them be inspired by the work and the results that you are doing, okay? So kind of on that note, the fifth take home was something that actually my one of my leaders, Colleen Matthews, she attended a John Maxwell con- uh, conference. She is a John Maxwell certified coach. And she attended this conference and I asked her what one of her big take-homes was. This wasn't our conference, so of course she was there. She was actually recognized for the top like 0.2% on stage, which is really cool. But this was a conference she went to within the last year. And I asked her what uh, her biggest take-home from that was. And she said that she was really inspired by their push to focus not just, again, on your own business and not just on your down downline or not just on your team, but also on your team, your upline and your people above you, your mentors, your leaders, and then also out. So your sidelines, your cross line. And I really got to see that beautiful abundance kind of put into action of watching so many people who were so excited to see their upline rank or so excited to celebrate maybe their sideline rank. Or like my gal, um, when I was on stage to, to um, be recognized, my sweet friend, Camille Clausen, that I've actually interviewed on the Stories of Light podcast. She started this like chant. <laughs> she was like, hey, there, uh, there. And next thing you know, I mean, I was like so embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh. But at the same time, I loved every minute of it because she's not even like, she's not even on my team. She's like pushing that energy and that encouragement out. And it's so inspiring. And like, no wonder everyone loves Camille. She she loves and serves on so many other other women, right? Even if like she and I run our businesses completely differently, but completely differently, right? But the fact that she was there supporting me out or the fact that, you know, my teamies that were there or the fact that I am and was super motivated to help my mentor, Sarah, get to the highest rank in the company and watching her do that was like, oh, my gosh, like tears. It was in absolutely incredible. And so being able to 
focus your energy not just down, but also up and out. And being able to see that exemplified was really, really, really special. And on that note, the way they uh, acknowledge Sarah and ranking to the top of the company was so freaking special. And it kind of goes back to that wildflower theme. They had all of her first and second lines and a few of her her leaders that, um, you know, really kind of had an impact on it, line the stage, each holding a like a wildflower, like a, a little like long strand of a wildflower. And we all as she walked down, we all handed her a wildflower to represent the fact that every one of us had a hand in building that business. And to me, it was just such a beautiful example of while, you know, some people think it's kind of icky that network marketers make money off of their downline, it's actually really beautiful the fact that everyone gets to win. As you're growing your business, you're helping lift up someone else in her goals and her dreams. And you're eventually going to have the same thing happen to you. If you have big goals in your business, you're going to have people who are lifting you up as well. And so being able to keep that focus and, and how our company spotlighted that in a beautiful way was really, really amazing. Okay, and then lastly, and this is one of the hard parts that I'm not going to lie, I felt at this reunion, but I have a perfect solution. So if this is some maybe something that's even held you back from going to conference, I'm just going to keep it real with you. The anxiety is real, my friends. And what I mean by that is if you are an introvert or even an extrovert. So I'm highly extroverted. I love, I could talk to anybody. I love conversations. I love meeting new people. And so I definitely gather energy from, from those types of engagements and interaction. And so you might be listening, you might be an introvert where you, it does the opposite. It zaps you. It drains the energy from you. And regardless of where you are on that spectrum, the anxiety is definitely real in that environment where you're meeting new people. You've got a lot of information coming at you you it's easy to feel kind of insecure or you know to kind of again especially if you're putting yourself out there in one way on social and you show up in a different way um you know all of those things all of those feelings they can they can absolutely be real or as a top leader i think what was kind of causing my anxiety this time is wanting to be with everyone that was there i had over 300 i don't know how many but over 300 teamies there and probably 8 or 10 different leader legs who also have probably 8 or 10 leader legs on under them that I felt like I needed to be with all of them. And I was like, oh gosh, I don't know who to pick and who to, you know, or how to how to do it. And so I was like, Holy Spirit, take over. Just show me who you want me to show love to today. Whether they're on my team, not on my team, like just just show me who who you want. But I'm not gonna lie, the anxiety was a little bit real. So you couple that with speaking on stage, which I loved I, clearly that's why I have podcasts. I actually enjoy speak public speaking, which I know is very weird and not normal, but still the weight of the message and the preparation of it and trying to pull it all together. Um, you know, it it can kind of be a lot. So the anxiety was totally real. And Sarah and I, we we were roomies together and we actually talked about, we were like, is this what introverts feel like? I think it is. And we were laughing. So I hear you, girl, if that's you, if you've ever been anxious at a at a conference. So it's gonna happen. But guess what? I have the antidote to you. And it was exemplified in a beautiful way by one of the artists that spoke on stage. I think it was, I think it was Kimber. Um, who um, Kimber Kelly, I think is her name, that that spoke on on stage for the art, the last piece, the artist rally, and she had us whip out our cell phones, and she had us turn it to selfie mode on our phone. So you know, go into selfie mode where you're you're looking at, at you, and then swipe down to turn on the flashlight. Oh no, I know what it was. You turn on the flashlight first. That's right, flashlight, 
and then selfie mode like that. And what happens to the flashlight? The light goes away. When you flip it back around to someone else, you're able to shine your light and use the flashlight again. And that analogy of the fact that if our focus, and I think this goes not just for conference, I think it goes for every facet of your business. If you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling anxious, whatever it is that you're feeling, whether in person or just at any point in your business, if you shift that that light, if you shift that energy or that focus away from yourself, and you shine that light, again, you're beautiful. You are meant to be the way you are for a reason. Your story, your journey, the hard things that you've going, gone through or are going through, they are for a reason. They are for a bigger purpose. And if you shine that light and that energy onto others, and you look, especially for those people who might be feeling that little bit of overwhelm or anxiety or sadness or heaviness or frustration or whatever it might be, that can come from when you get a bunch of women in a room together. Can I get an amen on the hormones and the, the craziness that happens, right? But when you when you encounter that, when you can in turn show your love or share your light or maybe share a little bit of wisdom of how you have built your business, even if it's just in a little small way, shifting that focus onto others is always the antidote to erasing that feeling of anxiety. Because it really is, I think Bob Heilig says, like it's impossible to love and serve and be in fear at the same time. And I think that's all anxiety is, right? Is like the fear of what others are thinking about us or the fear of getting something wrong or the fear of the worst case scenario of what's going to happen. And so I just invite you wherever you are in your business and especially the next time you attend a company conference to do what helped alleviate my anxiety in, in those moments, which was just to look for people to show love to and look for people to serve. And you never know how it could impact your business in a way and how it can bring you, again, a fulfillment and a freedom that goes so much farther than just the financial impact or the ranks or whatever it is that you're looking for in this business. So those are my top take-homes, you guys. I hope this was helpful. Uh, I This has touched my life, and I can't wait to see how it just fuels the fire of those who were in attendance. And if you missed out, no worries. Again, if you're a St. Artist, save the date for September 2024 in ATL, which is just right up the road. It's driving distance from me. Um, I already set a goal. I want a thousand teamies to be with me at that reunion, at that conference. And that's more than three times what I had there this time. But I really, truly believe it's possible because I know that the energy and the impact of all of these messages have already taken root, to use the wildflower analogy, in the beautiful women that chose to leverage it. And they're bringing that energy and excitement and passion back to maybe those that couldn't make it. And you have that opportunity as well. So don't miss your next company conference. It seriously could be the biggest shortcut to your business. And I am, I encourage you to be like me and set a big goal for who else coming with you on that next one, okay? So thank you for listening. Hope you don't mind me taking a little pivot from our current topic, but don't worry, there's lots more coming, guys. Love y'all, and I hope you have a beautiful week. I'm so grateful for your time with me today. Feel free to check out heatherkburge.com for all the scoop on all the things. Also, I've got a huge favor. If you found any value from today's episode, would you mind leaving me a quick review? Or even better, share with a friend by clicking those three little dots at the bottom of your screen. Sending you big hugs.